Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Yeah, WTIC. Thank you for being here today. Bob Duff, state senator. He's the minority leader, I think is his title, in the state senate. Represents Norwalk. Listen, listen to, he was asked what he's hearing. This is on a Bridgeport radio station. What do you hear from voters about the how they feel about the state of the state? Uh, well, first and foremost, I think they're happy with the way the state of Connecticut is going right now. Uh, what? Now, there is some delusional, but but this is what they do. They just deny reality. They just uh, make up stories. Uh, well, first and foremost, I think they're happy with the way the state of Connecticut is going right now. Uh, you know, we endured a long time where we had to make some very difficult decisions on budgets and taxes and spending. And Listen to how he describes the budgetary problems and the, and the, the seesaw. Up and down, up and down, and up and down. What, and, and I'm thinking, what's different now? How could people know? Notice he doesn't say what reality is. He's, he describes the perception. Employees and, and you know, lots of different uh, aspects to try and get uh, the budget kind of uh, in a place where we didn't go from surplus to massive surpluses to massive deficits to massive surpluses and you know, pay down those pensions that we've been paying down and, and all that. Um, and I, you know, I think people see Connecticut now as a place that is uh, long-term, of steady growth. Uh, uh, but why? There is no long-term steady growth. It's way behind. It's dilapidated growth. And I, you know, I think people see Connecticut now as a place that is uh, long-term, of steady growth, uh, that has a future, uh, that um, you know has its finances uh, under control. But it it doesn't. It, there's just, they just got a they just called Daddy in Washington, and Daddy sent. A $6 billion loan. Which is good. Uh, secondly, I think, uh, and so people want to, they see a place where their kids can stay, and they see... Well, their kids might be able to stay here if they got help from their parents, but, but they're not coming. They're not choosing to stay. They're not looking at Connecticut and say, oh, I think I'll forego Manhattan and, and, and Boston and uh, California and 
the research triangle in North Carolina. No, they're not doing that. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Time for us to get some rants going. And we are excited to do it. And why not? Because here we go. Don't forget the rant line number, 751-4698. Hey, Todd. uh, My rant is about the police officer who's on leave for supposedly having a video posted uh, on a porn site of him having sex. What about all the other videos that are already on that site that may be way more inappropriate? I don't know the circumstances involved, but if everyone was of legal age and he did it on his own free time, I I don't understand why he would be suspended from work for that. You know, that's okay for adults, but it's not okay for adults. But you want to sexualize our children in school. It's the... the hypocrisy throughout our entire system has gotten way out of control. See ya. Well, we are c- confused about certain issues, I think, and, and because of the puritanical streak that America has and the, the influence of the religious right over the Republican Party, that's kept morals front and center. Whether that's for good or bad, it does lead to confusion. Are we a land of liberty? Or are we a land of liberty with a morals clause? And there is a morals clause, apparently, in the contract for the, um, for the officer. So that's what makes it confusing, which is a great conversation for us. This is what talk radio is made for. Which is the correct thing? Should we say, you're a grown-up, do what you want, as long as you keep it contained outside of work? In other words, don't let it cross over into work. But if people know about it or somebody sends the tape to the p- police chief, does that matter? Should that ruin a guy's career? What are your thoughts? 860-522-9842. The New York Times writes an article about the ungodly amount of money they spent burying the queen. And that has been Pierce Morgan is quoted saying, Oh, shut up, you clowns. You have no idea how we Brits feel about our great queen. Well, you know what? I was thinking, too bad some of those American revolutionaries weren't alive today to tell them to his face how we felt then. And I would tell them how we feel now about the monarchy. How do we feel about the monarchy? I mean, I know it was loaded in the past because we had to fight a war to get free of it. But now it's this facade that brings in tourists. I don't feel that much about it. I have trouble feeling anything about it except wondering why it's all over American TV. Like, why do we care? The entire Big E smells like pot. Hmm. I guess business is good for Jolly Ned, the drug dealer. Yeah, Bob Stefanowski needs to step it up a serious amount, okay? He's letting Lamont run the clock out. He needs to be in Lamont's face pointing out the hypocrisy of the Lamont administration. Where is he talking about what happened during COVID? Where is he talking about um, uh, the scandals that have been going on in the state? He's just letting 
Lamont run the timeout. And what's going to happen, like every single Republican gubernatorial candidate. This is that line. Listen to that line again, because I, th- I think that does nail the Lamont strategy. Cover up everything. Stay hidden. And run the clock out. Lamont run the timeout. And what's going to happen... I guess I have to go back a little further to give that context. The scandals that have been going on in the state. He's just letting Lamont run the timeout. And what's going to happen, like every single Republican gubernatorial candidate, he's going to end up losing by between 5 and 10 points. That's what the polls are showing. That's what's happening. He needs to step it up. Well, that is a commonly felt theme, a commonly heard theme here, that Bob needs to step it up. I think the campaign has gotten a lot more intense and is doing, uh, like some of the ads I've seen are, are wonderful. And I think they're, they've gotten a lot tougher, and they're doing these press conferences and, and getting some media attention. So I, I do think it's different. So I think this opinion could be running behind a little bit. Nevertheless... I, I understand everybody's concern. You should play the audio of our wonderful Vice President Harris when asked if our border is secure. Would you call the border secure? I think that there is no question that we have to do what the President and I asked Congress to do. Is the first request we made, pass a bill to create a pathway to citizenship. She says the border is secure. What we have is a broken immigration system from the prior administration. The border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration system, in particular over the last four years before we came in, and it needs to be fixed. Well, if your basement is filling with water and you call your plumber and he says, your plumbing is secure, nothing going on here, you'd fire your plumber, and you get someone who knew what they were doing and what they were talking about. What they would do is they would shut down your plumbing system. And we, we understand that we have work to do. We understand that. And we have been doing the work to do that. Uh, we have taken unprecedented action over the past year and a half to secure our border and rebuild a safer and orderly process system. Fix the problem. Yeah, fix the problem. That last voice was the press secretary. Before that was the vice president. The vice president is an incredible lightweight. And her her role, her job to go out and talk about how the border is secure, it's just kind of bizarre, isn't it? All right, Todd. This is Anthony, the science Fauci, calling it. So yesterday, Joe Biden says that the pandemic is over. Well, I got news for that, Palooka. The pandemic is over when I say it's over. <laughs> that isn't bad. That's not so bad. 860-522-9842. Victor calling from West Hartford. What's up, Victor? No, it's Kevin. Kevin? Kevin, How yeah. do you mix up Victor and Kevin? Go ahead, Kevin. Okay. Um, uh, Stefanowski for governor, and I agree. I mean, everybody's talking. He's not making his presence known. He's not going at the throat of Lamont regarding the critical issues 
No, forget about the corruption, all those little things. They they exist in every uh, administration to begin with. But I'm talking about utility bills that the el- elderly have to face first and foremost. When you look at those bills where one-third at least is non-usage-related state and federal add-ons, there's no relief for the elderly living in their homes. I look at the utility bills for my mother every month, and it's atrocious. It's legalized extortion. Now, the old thing, I look at Levy, the same thing. I mean, you, and granted, you know, the Stefanowski's go on your program and the Levy's go on your program, but the listeners for your program, chances are they'll probably vote for these people. But the true masses don't listen to your program. Well, they spend a lot of money on TV commercials. Uh, they there's, run there's, campaign there's, there's events. There's no substance. There's no substance. Well, how know, do you like, communicate substance? I mean, I understand the talk, criticism. Talk, and about I, the meat, talk about the meat and potatoes. That's okay? all. I don't know about Leora, because I haven't seen that much of her campaign. But that's all Bob does is talk about the meat and potatoes. He hasn't said one word about He's, the utility bills. That yes, he has. Elderly, no, I haven't heard it. And well, I, I don't know how you've avoided that. That's one of the things he, he says on a regular what? basis. And, and he says here every week. I'm just saying. That's my opinion, okay, for whatever it's worth. But the fact is, when you bring these people on the uh, your program, chances are those listeners are going to vote if they vote for Levy, Levy, whatever. No, you made that point already, and that's true. That point is true. But Bob is spending spending $10 million of his own money to put ads on TV that are driving home these very points. His his campaign is... But I talk to people at work that are leaning Republicans. Some Mm -hmm. of them are Democrats. And they're saying there's, there's no... There's no... You know, they're not excited about it. Yeah, well, that I understand, the excitement thing. You know, part of the issue is there's no news reported in the state, so there's kind of like a shutdown. The governor governor is invisible, and all he does is press conferences about about, uh, money being spent. And it's... Here's the the other thing, and and, and all candidates on both sides of the aisle, you can't even call a phone number. To voice an opinion or suggestion, okay? Mm-hmm. Even Lamont, you call his office and you say, I, I was getting spam- these calls, these uh, call- robot calls to my mother's line about uh, uh, some type of uh, hearing tomorrow or get together for uh, uh, what's her name in the 5th District. Hello? Yep. Well, uh, who's running for Congress in the 5th? Uh, what's her name? Against hey, Logan. Okay, he's ha- he's having a presence with her tomorrow, and he's he wants to take questions. Okay, mm-hmm. you call his office to get those your phone number off their list so they don't bug you anymore with these. <laughs> well, may- maybe they're too busy campaigning to be providing administrative services, Keith. Kevin, thank you for the call, sir. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Look, I understand it's frustrating. I share the frustration, but it is a challenge. When you're dealing with a state that is controlled for decades by Democrats and the media is in a coma and isn't interested, they're scared to say anything bad about the Democrats who control everything in the state because they're afraid, the reporters are afraid they'll get shut off and lose access and not be able to do their jobs. So they, they run around very gingerly. 
carefully asking questions at the risk of offending people like the governor. So it's a challenge to break through. And there's no secret sauce. You have to kind of uh, work it out on your own each time you, uh, you know, each, each time you go out and campaign each, each week, each month. It's a work in progress. It's kind of an art form. Arthur's Vineyard, the place where NIMBY has become NIMBY, meaning instead of not in my backyard, instead it's not in Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, Martha's Vineyard, the place where the public compassion for the immigrants roars up much, much faster than the supply of Champagne. <laughs> that wasn't bad, huh? I guess all those illegals were on a USS Minnow or only on a three-hour tour. <laughs> yes, it was a three-hour tour. Hi, Todd. You know, I also forgot to tell you that I did get to meet Bob Stefanowski in Laura Devlin. Of course, I knew Henry Martin, but it was a thrill. Everybody was thrilled. He's just a normal guy. So what if he's got a little bit more money? Who cares? But anyways, well, a very nice man. I can't wait for him to be governor, and I can't wait for Laura Devlin to be lieutenant governor. Thanks, Bob Stefanowski. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for meeting my family and my friends and my church. Thank you. Thank Later. you. Thank you, Gladys, for a little positive attitude. Hey, Todd, it's John from Rocky Hill. Sunday afternoon, beautiful day. I just went grocery shopping, and the place was packed. People were talking and smiling and walking all different ways. And I st stood there for a second and thought about a year and a half ago yeah. when they made us walk in line oh, yeah. with masks on. We no one remember. talked to nobody. We were I hate those Democrats. They really killed us for, for two years. They did. And uh, that's the right way to feel, to realize it was a bad decision. And that we're, we're suffering for it. We suffer for it now. All of these supply chain problems, they call them, all of the employment issues, all of the people who have abandoned the state of Connecticut who aren't available to hire, driving up the cost of labor for small business, all of that is because of these dopes thinking they can do whatever they want. And who cares? Who cares? Well, we care. We suffer. 8605229842 Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first 3 orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage 
to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Yes, indeedy. WTIC. Let's talk to Rick in Thomaston. Hi, Rick. Hey, Todd. How you doing? Thanks for the call. I, I'm not suggesting you have a thing for Kamala Harris, but you only called her a lightweight. She is clearly probably the biggest liar that has ever existed in federal government. Oh, come and on. She's incredible. Does she do worse lying than uh, the president does? She does because it's so idiotic. Um, and she laughs about it, and she just goes on and on. But even though she's an idiot and a liar, mm-hmm. what I don't understand is how can the other 230 members of Congress in the Democratic Party and all 50 senators just go along with her no matter what? I, it just, it's, it's shocking <laughs> to me how they could be so complicit in her lies. But, you know, if you're in a club, I mean, they all do this. And I'm not saying it's right, but I think when people are in a club together, they cover up for each other. And in politics, and, and the reason, the motivation for doing that is what if I were in the same situation? I want them to have my back, so they all cover her back. And but plus, you know, for the Democrats, it's in their best interest to pretend that she's not a moron. Well, that's, that's, a, real, that's a real tough one. But you know what? You and I were raised <laughs> seeing Mr. Smith going to Washington. Yes. Jimmy Stewart standing up, fighting for things that were, were true despite what his party did. And he was a hero because of that. We watch all these movies about heroes. And then we have our Congress now, the, the Democratic Congress, because the Republicans don't stand always unified. They're out there fighting each other all the time. Sure. But in the Democrats, they're just lockstep. They're, they're the Nazis 
1941 and 1942. They're just lockstep going the way, you know, Zig Heil, that's the life that they lead, and it's, it's criminal. It, you know, the whole government is, is criminal, and what it does to us is criminal. There has never been, I don't think, in the history of mankind, a destructive force as powerful as what the Democrats have done to dismantle America's wealth with these election rigging schemes that they have. It, I mean, this is the, there has never been more money generated over a shorter period of time than what America has done over the past, uh, in the post-war era, and it's all gone, and we're trillions of dollars in debts. It, it, and, it's and amazing. And our press covers none of it. None of it. If it was a, a Republican who said one word out of context, he would be crucified. But on the Democratic side, it, there, is no, there is no way that they ever ever brought to justice. Rick, thank you for the call. Good to talk with you, and you make a lot of sense. Would you call the border secure? I think that there is no question that we have to do what the president and I asked Congress to do. The first request we make, pass a bill to create a pathway to citizenship. The border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration system, in particular over the last four years before we came in, and it needs to be fixed. Two million people across this border for the first time ever. confident this border is secure. We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. Oh, isn't that the best line? We have a secure border because that's what civilized countries do, so we must have one because we're a civilized country. It, it, it's, so, it's such an insult to whatever intelligence we might have left as a nation that is mind-boggling. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. We've got Tom Scott coming up next. We've got more rants to play if we can. If not, we'll. Now back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk ten eighty. Why do we love Tuesdays? Well, Tom Scott is one good reason. Hello there, Sir Thomas. How you doing today, Todd? I figured I'd give you kind of a royal title there, since it's been such a royal, ridiculous period of time since the Queen died. You know, I have to tell you that uh, we Irish uh, have a hard time getting excited about such things. Um, I, I think that Queen Elizabeth II was a grand lady and, and did a lot for her country and, and, and for people around the world. And, and uh, her father, who I think was in many ways a great man, for the single reason that he decided to throw in with Winston Churchill and save Great Britain from the Nazis, thus making it possible, ultimately, for victory against tyranny. So, <laughs> so I, 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 I can be very respectful without, without embracing the notion of royalty. Yeah, yeah, I, I find it, um, you know, because I'm always, I'm intrigued with what it is about systems. Like, how, how can you create a governmental system that doesn't oppress people if the founders of this country couldn't hold off oppressively big government that squanders all of our wealth and doesn't bat an eyelash in terms of guilt? They just keep coming for more. If, if that can happen to us... Then I look over at this charade that goes on, and I say, okay, this is informative, you know. They've got these 
people who pretend to be, well, they humanize this big crushing weight of of a, an oppressive government that that has uh, ruined the lives of millions of people in in 50 plus countries around the world and and that's an incredible legacy that they have and and they get covered like they're just um soap opera stars well you know i have to say they 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 certainly know how to put on a show and you know coronations whether it's uh, you know, the ones from the past, Elizabeth herself, her father, and, and the one coming up with that big stiff uh, Charles. Mm. Uh, my own opinion, again, since you've asked, uh, I think Charles should have just deferred to his son and just try to modernize the monarchy and step aside and let William take it on. Of course, here I am as, as someone who's half Irish giving advice on, on, on the royal line of succession. You know, every once in a while on the show, you ask me about good movies that are informative, especially for young people. Yeah. And speaking of Queen Elizabeth's father, there actually is a great movie that is, is historically accurate that came out about four years ago, and, it, and it's really, it tells the story really well, and it's called The Darkest Hour. It's about Winston Oh, the Churchill. Winston Churchill one. That was terrific. It's excellent, and it, and it, and it just shows you how one person can make a difference. And and all those people around him, you know, trying to sell him out and undermine him and, and try to make a deal with uh, uh, Hitler. Anyway, it's a great movie. I don't want to go on and on about it. Well, it, but, but the interesting while. part of the point you're making, I think, Tom, is that there is we do depend on people finding something deep inside themselves to at, at critical moments. And there's really no way for us to know what's really going on and who's got that intangible thing until the moment comes. Exactly. Now, meanwhile, in New Haven, Connecticut, speaking of weighty <laughs> subjects, just when I was on hold here, I was scanning the uh, New Haven mm -hmm. Independent, which is uh, one of the first online publications, by the way. It's a great publication and uh, run by a guy named Paul Bass, who um, used to run the New Haven Advocate. Mm -hmm. And and at a board of alders meeting, of course, they because they're so woke down there, they spend an awful lot of time on things that really don't matter. They change the board of aldermen to the board of elders, uh, which I find very interesting. Which just feels so much better, doesn't it? Oh, it oh, it feels so much better. It makes them so much more effective. It it it, <laughs> it, it, it helps focus on what really matters in the great city of New Haven. But they changed something that I would have voted for. I'm not. I'm not here to argue with this, but I'm. I, I am arguing about the emphasis it gets. They changed the term "handicapped person" to "person with disability," and it's going to wind up on signs eventually, and all that. And that's fine, by the way. I have no problem with that. But what are they doing to make sure that when that person with a disability gets out of their car in downtown New Haven, they're not mugged uh, or otherwise accosted? I mean, New Haven is a town. A city that has all kinds of problems and lots of potholes too i might add yet this is what they're spending their time so what on. you're it's suggesting is the performative part of the job we can focus on uh, what we call the victims of crime but we can't solve the crime no we can't solve the crime and i, I was i was wandering around in the town green in new haven the other day and and there were there were a couple of syringes on the ground there again it's a, it's a sad thing to see uh, but it's prevalent, and and these this board of alders uh, has their priorities all screwed up, and and that's my only 
point even bringing this up. I have no problem with making the change, uh, but but now they're all patting themselves on the back. Meanwhile, people are getting mugged and murdered in New Haven. And what are they doing about it? All right. And what else is on your mind? Are you thinking politics uh, yet, seriously? Well, or? You know, we're we're getting there uh, certainly, and I I was I enjoyed listening to your last segment about uh, the immigration issue and how foolish our president and vice president look in the face of the reality of what's happening on the southern border. But yeah, I mean, it it, it looks like the Democrats are are picking up a little steam. Now, it's not going to be enough for them to take or to hold on to the U.S. House of Representatives, but it will make a difference in some of these close races. Mm -hmm. And the wave that people were hoping for in the state of Connecticut, uh, the Republican Party leaders were counting on a wave because they don't have anything else going on for them. And that's not going to happen. So they've still got, you know, what is it, six, seven weeks uh, to try to get the lead out and, and make the contrast tangible. But don't you feel, Tom, that the uh, that the tide is tilting? That that the Democrats have peaked, perhaps, with their uh, the strength of their focus on Trump was a big deal, and abortion was a big deal, and both of those are not in the news right now. It's back to the economy and the stock market and and uh, financial pressure. And I don't know if it's going to continue that way, but it, it feels better right now, doesn't it? Well, it not only feels better, but but there is some polling that suggests it may be leveling off. But uh, the Republicans had momentum in June and July. The yes. Democrats seem to, to, to hit their stride in August and early September. Uh, and now that we're in this post-Labor Day period, that's when we may see another transition. The problem with Connecticut is something we've talked about many, many times. If this becomes a three- or four-point race for governor and some of these other offices in Connecticut— the polling does not reflect the organization on the ground. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that are the nearly 30 organizations that are allied with the Democratic Party in Connecticut who are involved in body dragging. These are the people who identify uh, voters who might not otherwise come out and then get them out on Election Day. And mm-hmm. the Republicans have zero of that on our side. So, so you need a rising tide. You need a, a red wave in order to make up for that three and four points in a close race that these left-wing groups are well-positioned to effectuate by literally knocking on people's doors and getting them out. We don't do that, and they do it very well on the other side. And, and you know, you've heard me talking about this for years, sure. and no one is trying to fix that problem. The Republicans have no field operations. So their only, their only uh, hope here is to make it close and then get pushed over the goal line by by some semblance of a red wave by uh, some point, kind of natural force. Yeah, exactly. And if the momentum switches again, and in six weeks that can happen, it may be enough. But but if they're down three points, they're really down six points. If it's even, they're down six points. So they need to be three points ahead. But don't don't the elections usually tighten if the polls are showing five points? Isn't it a two-point race on election day normally uh yes but again we're you know the only thing that matters uh when it comes to being close are horseshoes and and hand grenades and and unless you get to being close isn't good enough and unless you get to 50 percent plus one you don't win 
And and that's why the field operation, or lack thereof, is so mm-hmm. important. Field so operation they, they, being the machinery that Democrats have with their unions and, and all yeah. their special interest groups who get paid money by the government to provide services. There's yeah, this yeah, tight-knit, exactly. paid group of people that's enormous, that works to help Democrats win elections. And that's part of the reason they love election dates to last for weeks rather than just a day and, and it's uh, yeah and there's also something called street money and again that sounds terrible but it's not illegal it's it's all this money that is on the streets particularly in our bigger cities and medium-sized cities and in new haven for example something we were just talking about they actually are called pullers these are people that get paid to pull people out to vote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they get, they, they get incentivized to do this. And you've got all these ward healers and all these people out there who, who have their lists and know who to go talk to, and they literally pull them out. And, 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 and you need to do well as a Republican in places like Wallingford and Enfield and the Naugatuck yeah. Valley and all these areas to make where up there are lots it. of Democrat homeowners who could be persuaded to vote for a Republican to, to overcome the overwhelming lopsided numbers the Democrats are going to get in the city. Who pays a puller? Uh, well, it could be either the party or a candidate or both. So, you know, these are these are people who actually get paid to, to, to track down absentee ballots uh, applications and, and to track down able-bodied voters who can actually come out and vote on Election Day. So it's coordinated by these machines. They actually have machines in the city of Hartford, in Bridgeport, in Waterbury, in New Haven, and they actually hire people. Sometimes it's the party, sometimes it's the candidate. When you say uh, they actually have machines, you don't mean there's a, like a, a street cleaner that drives around a puller that pulls people out to vote, right? Well, not 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 that I've personally witnessed, uh, <laughs> but 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 they. It feels that uh, way sometimes. Huh? These are precinct organizers. These are people who are in charge of a geographic area, and they've got their lists, and their job is to grab every last person with a pulse who's going to vote Democrat. This is why the Democrats sue each other uh, in in Bridgeport and stuff too, because they, they get they're they're so determined to squeeze every vote that sometimes they are even polling votes that aren't there. Yeah, and you know, in 2018, uh, Lamont got played uh, by these machine Democrats. Uh, it was an unreported or underreported story, but, but a whole bunch of Democrats were complaining that Lamont was doing, wasn't doing well in the cities, and they needed more money to uh, get the vote out. That was the shakedown, huh? It was it was absolutely a <laughs> shakedown, and, and, and Governor Gumby didn't realize he was being played. They were going to do it anyway. Well, you know, that's part of the burden of being one of the richest people in the country, right? Right, right. Uh, so anyway, uh, so Stefanowski's out with a tax cut plan today. Uh, again, not to be overly critical, but it's a half measure. He's subjecting himself to criticism because of a lot of one-shot revenues in the plan, mm-hmm. and there's no component to reduce the size and scope of government. And, and that's what's needed in the state of Connecticut. Don't acknowledge that government doesn't, be, doesn't need to be reduced. It absolutely does. And, and you can phase down the size and scope of government, which Connecticut desperately needs. I mean, this, this, this government has been growing by leaps and bounds once we gave them that unli- unlimited new source of income known as the state income tax back in 1991. But isn't... Uh... 
I, I, you know, I try to project myself into what people are thinking when they're in these positions running for office. And, and I, I figure that they're afraid to go too directly after the streams of money that support the election rigging scheme known as public sector unions and that that, that causes candidates to be cautious about what they say. Well, it does. But, but again, uh, you know, we need, we need bold initiatives. Because if you're going to get soft Democrats to vote Republican, you've got to give them a reason to abandon their own party and vote Republican. Something that really resonates. Something that resonates. And there's still time. Again, I know, you know, I don't want to be the wet blanket here, but, but, but things are not looking good in the state of Connecticut. But to your earlier point, is there still time to turn things around? Absolutely, but not a lot of time. All right, Tom Scott, thank you, sir. Anytime. We will talk to you again next week. Thomas Scott, once a state senator in his own right, but that was a long time ago, and he was just a youngster. We get the benefit of that knowledge. All right, can we play a few more rants for you as we wrap up this hour? It certainly did take a while. Immigration is now high profile. Some noses got bent when 50 were sent to an upper-class vacation aisle. <laughs> the lap of luxury. They got sent to the lap of luxury, and the, uh, the media rigging scheme of the Democrats made it just seem like the worst thing that had ever happened. Hey, Todd, today's rant goes out to all the politicians. Yeah. Our lives, the people's lives, are too important for you guys to just be lying about everything. The jobs report, the inflation... Everything you do, you lie. You slant and you lie. Tell us the truth so we can make smart decisions. Our lives are too important for you to be screwing around with them. Goodbye. Yeah, I'm just afraid there's a difference of opinion there between you and the Democrats. Hey, John, it's Smitty from Plainville. I bet you Barry Obama is thrilled to death. Uh, he's got a whole bunch of illegal immigrants over in Martha's Vineyard. Maybe he'll put some of them up. He's got a big enough mansion. You have a good day, Todd. Speak to you soon. You know, it's funny. There are, uh, the immigration is a critical component of employment. Any place you have uh, the hospitality industry being a big part of the, of what makes the economy function. And that's how Martha's Vineyard is. Todd, Jesse from East Hampton. Hey, order up. That rocks. More of that. The guy with the whiny duck voice, less of that. Who's the whiny duck voice? Anthony, you know what he's referring to? Is that the Ned impressionist? Maybe, yeah. I don't know what that is. But uh, I object to anybody giving the Ned impersonator a hard time. I think he's brilliant. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 